and curry. Oh. Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Yeah, it's uh, a Friday edition of the Live at Five show. A little deja vu here. Sitting in, of course, for uh, Mayor Jeff Grant. Well, no, during the hotline show, but it's kind of confusing because, well, I'm kind of sitting in for the former mayor and, for that matter, the current mayor. So it's a two for Friday. Uh, interesting stuff. I got a list of things here. Just a, a, a list from 1983, top songs of 1983. Yeah, I know you're disappointed when I'm talking about the golf, but here it is. <laughs> top songs of 1983, according to the billboards. Uh, and uh, we'll get to that. And, of course, you know, at any given time, if you want to talk about anything that, that, that you want to talk with within the realm of reasonableness, uh, we can talk about that. Plus, I'll share with you. Something I did not have at the uh, the top of the hour, uh, top of the day, I should say, in the hotline show, uh, the letter, uh, uh, the cease and desist letter uh, from uh, from Mr. Sameo. A lot of you perhaps have already seen that it was posted there this morning. So it's the latest, you know, part of this ongoing story uh, with respects to the uh, to the park. So let me just, I just got uh, someone just texted me. So give me a second. Uh, just got a dip, 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 do. Wow. Okay. Just very sharp. All right, so the, let me, okay, so here we go. Anyway, oh, Oz, Oz, it, Oz just walked by. This might be good timing. Uh, can I cut? Co- can I cover the bases with you for this? Top top songs. Grab the microphone. Yeah. All right, we have Oz in the studio. All right, 1983. Yeah, it's a good year. Great, great year. So t- name name a couple songs that you think are going to be on this list. Every breath you take by the police. Um, boy, I hope I got the right year here, because you're right. That should be on there. King of Pain. Am I in the right year here? Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, the same album, Synchronicity. Okay, so number twenty that year was King of Pain. Great, great song, Police. King yeah. of Pain. Uh, Crumbling Down. Who sang Crumbling? John Down? Mellencamp. Oh, okay. When the wall. That's it. Uh, Pyt. Pretty young thing. Michael Jackson. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. From Thriller. Say it ain't so. Uh, uh, Hollow Notes. Yeah, yeah. Say, 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 say. Boom, 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 That's all great boom, stuff. Boom, boom, Every one of those are good. Uh, tonight. Tonight I said People Bryson, Roberta Flack. That's right. Yep. H- Heart and Soul. Uh Hue- Huey Lewis in the News. Oh yeah. How's that go? Um He's Heart and Soul. Dan, 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 dan. <laughs> right, I have the right. forty five of that. Do you really? Modern Love by David Bowie. Do you, great song. Um, what that once the one part of that song I really know more than the other parts are like uh No Religion. How many times does he say no religion in that? Uh, quite a few, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. No that's the religion. One. Uh, lo- love is a battlefield, Pat Benatar. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Love is a battlefield. 
got a feeling. Uh, Flashdance got to be on there. What a feeling. Uh, well, let's uh, see. I don't see it. I don't see it. But, but I do have True. She won an Oscar for that. Uh, true, Spandau Ballet. Uh, my that favorite sh- definitely should be on there. That's one of the greatest songs ever. Uh, telephone, Long Distance lo- uh, Love Affair. Uh, Sheena Easton. Dun, dun, Let's call dun, you on the dun, telephone. Dun. Oh, is that long? But you're never home. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Suddenly Last Summer by the Motel. Great song. Wh- which one is better, Suddenly Last Summer or Only the Lonely? I like Only the Lonely better. They're both great, but Only the Lonely is my favorite. From okay, the motel. gotcha. Uh, what are the hits that the motels have? I only know those two. <laughs> Just that's it, right? <laughs> yeah. And who, who's in the motels? I get it mixed up with Chrissy Hines. That's, that's the uh, one. Martha, somebody, was the lead singer. Okay. She, she was amazing. Did she ever go on to have a, her own solo mm-hmm. career? Maybe a, an album you or two walk? solo, but I love great that voice, song. and that's a one of the best songs of the '80s. Only the lonely. It's, it's a fantastic yep. song. Never get tired. Never get tired of it. And then suddenly, that's good too. I like that too, though. Yeah, uh, making love out of nothing at all. Air supply. Air supply. Written making by uh, written by Jim Steinman, the same guy that wrote uh, all the Meatloaf "Bed Out of Hell" songs. Pharmacy says it's great to hear. Did you go to no uh, pharmacy? You know pharmacy, our pharmacy friend. Yes. Uh, making love. Okay, delirious. Prince. That's the one. Delirious. <laughs> uh, come on, feel the noise. Come Quiet on, riot. Feel, they spell come in a really stupid way. It's that. It's spelled that way in noise with a Z. <laughs> 83. That was the first uh, heavy metal rude. slash hard rock album to go to number one on the Billboard chart. Right. Noise is spelled N-O-I-Z. I have the 45 of that, too. Yeah. There you go. Bought it under uh, under uh, underneath Woolworths. Music, you really? for, music for you. Oh, that's uh, Bill Baker. Yeah. Bill Baker, he's still he's still kicking, obviously. He's still doing that stuff. Uh, you know, the other day when you said the thing about the city council meeting, when you said, we're not going to take it, you said, quiet right. I did. I got it wrong. <laughs> I, and who was it? was uh, Twisted, Twisted Sister, Sister yeah. Dee Snyder. Hey, what, what else you got there? The ugliest. Who's uglier, him or uh, uh, the late, great Rick Ocasek? Well, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Or, or Joey Ramon. And they were both, and uh, Dee Snyder's wife is, is really pretty of lady. Of course. They, you know, come on. It's like a, um, a Monday night sit- sitcom. Maybe married CBS. a long time, too. It doesn't matter what you look like. If you're a rock and roll star, you can... Now, it's sad. Speaking of uh, Rick Ocasek, his, what was his wife's name? Paulina. Poliskova. They said she was bankrupt. After he I died, I think they got divorced. Before they got that, divorced, yeah. but they remained. They lived in the same place, uh, and it was like some place like the Dakota. I know the cars are one of your favorites. They're my favorite. One of my favorites from the seventies, and, and Ben Orr, who died years earlier, back in the Stay 90s. the night. I love yeah, yeah. that song. Ben Orr looked like Rutger Hauer. Yeah, pretty close. Didn't he? Yep. he looked like the same guy. But she said, uh, the beautiful model there from Europe. Uh, said, yeah, she was down to nothing. She had to borrow money from friends Man. just for food. She was one of the biggest models going for a while. And, and again, but another example, it, it doesn't matter. If, and God bless Rick Ocasek for his talent and his contribution to society. But he was no Robin Redford. No, but he, you know, he was a rock star. Uh, we got Delirious. Uh, come on, feel the noise. Uh, one thing, one thing leads to the another. Fix. Yeah, the fix. Any other songs from the fix? Uh, they had a few. Uh, um, Stand or fall. They had Are We Ourselves. Okay. That's a good song. Uh, I, like I that. think one other one. Oh, uh, something it, zero. Okay, less than zero. Yeah, uh, no, from the movie. Uh, okay. Something, yeah. All right. Uh, what is it? Bonnie Tyler. One, a total eclipse of the that sun. That was one of the biggest hits of, of the, the year. Heart, easily. Right, also, me. Jim Jim Steinman wrote that. So they we have this big uh, total eclipse coming up here next next year, the following year in April. It's it's going to be just like it was out in Colorado a few years back, and the, they want to invite Bonnie Tyler up here. That you makes know, sense. Yeah, on a, on a cruise somewhere up. A little early for a cruise that was on the such river. a such a big big hit. It was. 
out of nothing at all. Make oh, no, it was another one. Uh, didn't she also sing Making Love Out of Nothing? Oh, no, no. That's, that's, that's we just She sang uh, It's a Heartache okay, it, from the right, okay, late 70s. Yeah. Say, 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 Paul McCartney. And Michael um, Jackson, yep. Say, Say, Say. That song. Is that the one which says, I'm a lover, not a fighter. No, that's The Girl Is Mine. Uh, the Girl Is Mine. How many songs <laughs> did they do together? Just the two. Just I the believe, two? Yeah. Ebony and Ivory was... Uh, Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney. Stevie Wonder. Okay, gotcha. Uh, one of my worst, one of the worst Billy Joel songs of all time, other than "We Didn't Start the Fire." Can you name it? Nineteen eighty-three. It's about his wife. Uptown Girl. That is the one of the most annoying songs and videos ever made. Christy Brinkley couldn't act to save her life. I don't know why she was in they the said original. She can't thing. dance in it either when they do that stepping. Uh, yeah, oh, she's dance awful. Number. What, what about the dances that she did in the original Vacation? Why was she in Vacation? Why was that in there? Does anyone know? <laughs> I mean, there's certain scenes that, that don't belong in a movie, and that she's clearly one of them. Anyway, uh, up to what we just said. That was big, yeah. Number two, written by Barry Gibb, and, and it was a duet between a, two country stars. Islands in the Stream. Islands in the Stream. Kenny Rogers and... Uh, um, that was Duh. played on pop radio and country radio. That was That is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, good stuff. He also wrote the song Heartbreaker. Dionne Warwick, one of my Dion favorite songs. Same year or what? What year? I think, that, I think Heartbreaker was 82. Can you believe Barry Gibbs' career? His his writing credits alone ah, are not to mention, amazing. Look, I mean, in his heyday, he he, he was as good looking as, as George Michael was. I mean, he looked like a lion with that hair. And you know, his brothers weren't always the best looking guys, other than of course Andy, mm -hmm. who died at thirty, looked just like him. All right, so, and and the other thing was the stretch between nineteen seventy three and nineteen eighty five. Gibb, Andy, uh, Barry Gibb had more credits in, than in top ten songs, either performance-wise or, like you said, writing-wise. Yeah, the writing alone is, is just something he, he's else. He's got to be up there with McCartney and all the rest. Pretty close. He's, he's, he's the unsung hero of rock and roll. He and his brothers, for that matter. The Bee Gees are one of the best. The, brothers... the Bee Gees did have a, a live album from Vegas where they sing Islands in the Street. Do they really? And that's the first time I ever heard them sing it. Interesting. What's your favorite BG song? Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, good question. That, that's a really good that's question. That's a question they got everyone five uh, really, I really great some, ones. I asked somebody that question years ago, and he said tragedy. Well, it depends on if you like pre-disco BGs or disco and forward BGs. They had a, a lot of good hits before Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. One of the greatest albums of all time? I, one of the best soundtracks ever, yeah. Okay, so let's put the two albums together. Uh, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack versus Dark Side of the Moon. You, I mean, that's a pretty... I mean, it, it, a lot of people was like, oh, come on, Glenn. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon was, was, Pink Floyd. was on the charts longer, I believe. Yeah, it was. Or Saturday Night Fever. I Saturday mean, Night Fever. That could be the one of the greatest albums. And people don't want to admit it, especially guys... Oh, you disco. Disco sucks. There's a lot of great tracks on oh, there. Oh my god. Besides the beat the besides the BG songs. Who, if I can't have you That's I love that song. Who sings that? Uh, Yvonne Elliman. What happened to her? Was she in fame or is it my no. getting her mixed up with someone else? She was really attractive too. Oh. She was like a looked I think she was Hawaiian or something like that. And what about the band? What was the band in there? There was a band uh doom 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 Oh Disco Inferno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tramps. The Tramps. What happened to them? That's the only song of them I know. Isn't that something? Tramps is on it. Casey and the Sunshine Band is on it. Uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band Bo is on it. Boogie Shoes, I think. Yeah, yeah. And all made for the movie, though, right? They didn't just grab songs that were hits and just throw them on there, right? They was, these were all done for the movie. The Bee Gees made that music for the movie without knowing what the movie was all about. They didn't want to know. They didn't want to know. Look what they come up with. Yeah. They just say, hey, we're doing a movie about guys in Brooklyn in the late 70s. Okay. And they, they resurrect. They, I guess they, I could say they reprised or revised. Disco, because disco up until that point was already dying. Yeah. And they came out with that album. 
just incredible. It brought it right back to where, honestly, I mean, to this day, disco still exists. You still have, you know, techno and, and dance music and so forth. All right, so number one, 1983, All Night Long. Oh, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. All Night Long. That tonight, one album, Can't tonight. Slow Down, has All Night Long on it, mm-hmm. uh, Running With The Night. Right. Running With The um, Night. I think uh, uh, Stuck On You is on that one. Really? Stuck On You. How about Hello? Hello. I think Hello is on it, too. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. Which is the better Hello, uh, Lionel Richie or Adele? Oh, Lionel Richie. Gracias. Thank you very yeah. much. Of course, anyone born after 1985 would say different. Lionel who? Because that was, I think it was, that was his second solo album. His first album was a self-titled record that yeah. had You Are on it. Right, remember right. That, remember that? You are the that, one. That, yeah, you, you are. are. Yeah. That and bum, Truly. Bum, bum. Yeah, Truly. Yeah. Was, was, was ginormous. Yeah, yeah. Then he comes right back for the second record, Can't Slow Down, has all those hits again. Right, right. Uh, uh, who's the best, who's the biggest single uh, male pop star? In American history, I mean, you have to put Lionel Richie in that. Well, it's got to be Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, probably right. All right, let's let's break it down then. Who's better? All right, is it Neil Diamond? Is it Barry Manilow? Hmm. Or is it Billy Joel? Or or who else could I throw? I like in there? all of them, but hmm. you know, Barry Manilow. You know, again, a lot of guys aren't going to admit to Barry Manilow, but when you hear. Looks like we made it, or any I heard of those. that. Uh, on a, he, he's such an incredible on internet talent. radio a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so looks like we made it. Copacabana, yeah. Mandy. He hated Copacabana. He uh, hates that song almost as much as uh, Christopher Walken hates the fact that he did more cowbell on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I'm sure and here's he hates why: that. because when when Christopher Walken, Will Farrell said this, it destroyed his career because wherever Christopher Walken goes, he has to listen to some schmuck yep. say, "Well, more cowbell." And the same thing with, uh, 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 Bar- uh, what did I just say? What's his name again? Barry. Barry Gibb? Bar- Bar- no, Manilow. No, Barry Manilow. He says, oh, well, Copacabana, sing that. And I'm like, no, I'm not singing that song. I, I don't even think he expected he it to be. He wrote the a- uh, State Farm jingle. Right. He did a lot of things. Yeah, American Bandstand. I thought he did McDonald's, too. Didn't he do You deserve a break I think he today did. at McDonald's. He's got a good three or four or five different so, famous jingles that he wrote. And he didn't like his own voice. He didn't like the way he looked. He, th- he thought he was too ethnic looking. You know, a uh, Jewish guy from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know, no different than Barry Manilow. But uh, check that. Uh, uh, I just mentioned. Boy, maybe I'm losing it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Neil, Diamond, Neil Diamond, of course, played the, uh, the jazz singer. Neil Diamond was a good-looking guy. That's a good soundtrack. Is it really? The jazz singer. The jazz singer from the movie? That's got Love on the Rocks on it in America. Huh. Really? Yeah. But wait a minute. Oh, that's right. It was a contemporary piece. It wasn't a period piece, right? Uh, Well, it was... It was a modern version of the original Val Jolson. Val Jolson movie. Love on the Rocks. I love that song. That's on it. America's on it. Yeah. I think Hello Again. I think. Right. And, and, uh... And I like, uh... Early 80s Neil Diamond. You told me not that long ago, and this is fascinating. We were talking about Elton John, and I asked you, what what were your favorite songs by yeah. Elton John? And you said something I'll never forget. So you liked Elton John's 80s more so than, mm-hmm. his, than his 70s. You can say Rocket Man all you want, but I'll take Nikita over that any day. It, it, and there is a difference. Yeah. And, and then you look at other guys like uh, um, Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. He had a 70s sound and an 80s sound. And then, of course, you get David Bowie. 
you know, here David Bowie talking about Ziggy Stardust, and then he's singing, let's dance! Well, how about Chicago? Yes. Compare Chicago yeah. in the 70s to Chicago in the 80s with the Peter Cetera ballads and all those. And Jefferson Starship and yeah. from Jeff- Jefferson Airplane. You know, they, they, they had to conform. They had to make money. So they, they did more pop music. Who's better, Jefferson Airplane or Jefferson Starship? Mm, well, That's a good question. say Jefferson Airplane, probably. But, it, uh, more historical. Star, Starship. Well, but, they were Jefferson Starship, but then they were just Starship. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. But who's, who's the singer from Jefferson Starship? You don't know how much I miss you. Who's that guy? Who, uh, the, he was playing. Oh, that was Marty Ballin. I heard he died not that long ago. Not too long ago. Yeah. That one is Jefferson Starship. Well, then it, uh, taken over by Mickey Thomas, who's the guy you hear on uh, Jane. Okay. And, uh, right. Uh, we built the city. Right, and Sarah. By the way, uh, on a completely different note, Aaron Tippin played up at the uh, Clayton Opera House a couple. Of, I think it was last night. A country singer, Aaron Tippin. Yeah. yeah, and uh, there's pictures of him. And I tell you what, the guy's four foot nothing, but I tell you what, he's built. He, he's definitely kept himself in great shape. I remember in album covers, he looked like he was an in shape dude. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be no more than five foot two. I mean, I see him. That's shorter than I am. He's five foot two, <laughs> and he's wearing something like he looks like an original ensign from uh, from the Star Trek. I remember series. he had some 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 good hits there in, the, in like the early nineties. What did he sing? What did I he... don't remember the songs. So I was right. not I was not a, a listener of country music a lot back then. Right, 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 right. But, but, you, on, but you know, me I was now. only my. Uh, mid-teens then. Oh, boy, try, I know we have a country station over here and everyone you know, raves about you know, the other stations. And so country music today sucks. It's so bad. can't believe how bad it is. But then again, everything's... You know, my brother picks to me and says, don't tell me, Glenn. It sucks. Yes, it sucks. What can I tell you? I wish I could get a bigger, ex- uh, uh, more elaborate explanation for you. Know, you. Like an artist nothing like stands out Alan today. Jackson and George Strait, they don't like this modern... They don't. You know, and good for them. You, know, you got country singers now wearing a Van Halen t-shirt, right. backwards ball hat. And I, and I bet they're really resentful of the fact that these guys are making more money. I mean, you don't have to go on they, stage they looking did. like Buck Owens. But no, I mean, no, 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 no. Or, or Minnie Pearl. Look country a little bit. Yeah. Oh, what about the guy Brooks? What was it Brooks and Dunn? Brooks they always, and Dunn. They always wore like you know they they look they, they wore like uh, tight leather pants. They look like hooker, well, the one guy hookers. wore a cowboy hat, and the right. one guy didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they just looked odd. But they great music. There's no doubt about it. Okay, the greatest year in the '80s, and I'll let you go. Greatest year in pop music in the '80s is it 1983? Mm. Did did it did, in your mind? You were just a child. Yeah. In your mind, did it get better or worse as the '80s went along? It's a good question. That that's a good question. Yeah. Um, Oh, it was good for a while. It, I even it, liked it. it, it I think it, early mm. 80s, 80, 81, 82, great years, but it got much better in 83, Every Breath You Take, yeah. which is amazing down on that, that list. That was also the year for Mr. Roboto. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. And 84, and then 85. Then you got a lot of one-hit wonders in the 80s. You got Aha with... Uh, 80, 85, uh, yeah. 86, yeah. Yeah. And, and then 87, 88, a lot of good stuff there. And then the 90s came around and grunge took over. Yeah. And the yeah. 80s were gone for Is good. It? That, that's a good question. It's well, early. Yeah, hmm. yeah it's a good I question. I like the early '80s. The mid '80s were good. The late '80s were good. Yeah. Okay. One other question of of uh, of the decades. Which decade had better movies, '80s or '90s? Hmm. Wow. Now again, without the without 1994, the '90s suck. But 90, 1994 is almost as good as 1939 was. That was Forrest Gump. Forrest mm, Gump. Yeah. Uh, um. Duh. Um. Quentin Tarantino, what's Pulp his? Fiction. Pulp Fiction. And uh, I think uh, Saving Private Ryan came out there, or two other movies came Oh, uh, Shawshank Redemption came out the same year. Which is on almost every other day. Well, Goodfellas is on all the time. Yeah. I mean, I was watching it again last night. Even with all the commercials, I could have the DVD of it. I can have it online. 
And somehow or other, I'll watch it on the USA Network with a gazillion commercials and still enjoy it. And uh, they add an hour of commercials to it, making it a three-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah, it, that's what it turns out It's two-and-a-half with no commercials. But Ray, it, it, that movie was made for Ray Liotta. And I know he's out with a new movie called Cocaine Bear that he was all excited about before he suddenly died in his hotel room. 1990 for Goodfellas. Yeah, 1990. And, of course, as you know, A Raging Bull was 10 years earlier, mm-hmm. considered by Siskel and Ebert the greatest movie of the 80s. Yep, that's so, what they said. Yeah, and I'm sure they said the same thing about Goodfellas because it was nothing but rave reviews. Oz, thank you very no, much for reminiscing here for about 1983 mm-hmm. in the 80s and 90s. Oz, of course, heard daily, nightly on 94 Rock, and you'll also catch him on the other broadcast stations around here, otherwise known as The Border. Uh, the, uh, the Eagle and uh, Magic 103.1. I'm going to do a break. We'll be back with more of the Live at Five show right after these messages. Hi, this is the Express NY.com or call 1-800-NEW-BEST. It's like Santa's workshop here at FX Capra in the Bay. Hey guys, Taylor Capra here, and we have all kinds of gorgeous gifts on our lot. Put a bow on a new Jeep Grand Wagoneer this holiday season. Mama would love that in the driveway Christmas morning. And don't forget Dad, he'd love a new Ram 1500 truck. And the kids in college would love a new Jeep Wrangler to take back to school with them. And what about Grandma? She'd love to rip it up in a new Dodge Charger. We're open seven days a week here at FX Capura Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in the Bay. 2023 is arriving and we are motivated to get all the 2022s off the lot. Right now, shop FX Capura for our big finish event. Come see Santa's helpers, Sean Calhoun, George Kuhn, Chris Mizercola, Sharon Cullen, or Chris Carlisle. And this is Taylor Capura wishing you a Merry Christmas. FX Capura, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Route 12, and Alexandria Bay. Take the money-saving ride to the Bay. Or shop us online 24-7 at fxabay.com. Uh, welcome back. Just got a text from uh, legislator Bobby Ferris who's going to stop in, but... Uh, I guess the weather caught up to him and whatnot. Long week, long days. I get it. But, but uh, Bobby is always invited to come in on the show and talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Uh, Bobby, of course, has become a, somewhat of a real estate tycoon of his own in recent uh, weeks um, by purchasing uh, what was the former... Is that news? Am I allowed to talk about that? You know, I gotta be... you never know these days. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he and, of course, along with uh, Jake Johnson are, are partnered for a lot of the buildings downtown that were... North, uh, Originally owned by the Coon and Associates guys. Uh, so a lot of great things are happening. Young Blood, and yes, Bobby is a young man. Young Blood uh, infused money into our, uh, into our community here. And it gets better and better all the time. It really does. All right, as promised, I wanted to uh, share with you the letter of two of concern here. So let me see. Uh, okay, so obviously we have... Uh, some sound bites from, from this show or yesterday's show. I lose track myself. Peter, Paulie, I lose track of my own. Now I'm trying to find I just had it, folks. I'm sorry about this, but I had it and now I lost it. And this pop-up thing on the bottom drives me mental. I gotta I gotta close that out. Dip 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 day. All right, give me a second here. See if I can find it. But there was where is it? It's it's interesting. There's a picture of the studio with nobody there on on News Junkie. Ugh, this sucks. Hmm. No, I can't find it. Can someone send it to me? <laughs> Where the hell is it? My God, what happens here? When you when you look at this stuff. Oh, here it is. Okay, gotcha. All right, it's right in front of me. All right, so download now. God, I got bad eyesight. All right, so this this uh 
Leventhal, Mulaney, and Blinkoff. Roslyn, New York. That's down in Long Island. And just, just so we you know, get people up to snuff about this, and this is all to do, and I, and I can't read all of it because it's a legal thing, but this is all to do about the cease and desist. And if you want to talk about that, by all means, because you know, it's a lighthearted Friday. We're talking about other things. And yes, I did mention you. And, and Jeepers creepers. Now I can't read the damn thing. I apologize. But, but again, you know, people, just, just, just as a footnote, I wanted to talk about hits of the 80s and so forth. That, that's almost impossible because I got I to gotta clarify things here. People somewhat are upset with me on both sides of this whole golf issue. And I kind of exclaimed some of that today. And I am, I, I, I just want to say this. I don't want to sound like a whiner, but I'm really doing my best to get both sides of the story here. And not all of it, as I mentioned at the noon hour, is factual. Not all of my, the, my knowledge, for instance, of the transactions necessary for any deal, particularly something like that involves government and private sector. I, I don't know the rules. All I do know is, is how people react. And yes, I should know the ins and outs and whether or not this was said back in October or back in August and all this other stuff. I get constant reminders by, by either text or emails or, or a phone call where, Glenn, you didn't say this, you didn't know that. I said, well, yeah, but again, the concern here is price, uh, appraisal, and who gets what. That's, that's the thing. So that's all, I, and I approach it that way. If, if I'm mistaken on that, then I should never be in the real estate business, or for that matter, I shouldn't be in the radio business. But that seems to be on everyone's mind. So, but I could say that now because regardless of what memo came out in late November and all this other stuff, the deal is done. It's a done deal. You talk to business people, a lot of people, so it doesn't matter what you think. It's a done deal. And of course, then you get other people who said, no, it's not a done deal. So, well, it's a done deal. So whether or not I like it or you like it or someone doesn't like it or some guy who called it on Monday says it's the greatest deal of all time, it's done. It's done. And it's not going to go away. We're going to talk about it. But I really just have to at least, and I never do this, by the way, but I got to kind of stick up for myself. At the beginning, I didn't care. For, to, for the most part, I guess it's because I'm a couple of days away from my 60th birthday. Maybe I just don't have the piss and vinegar I used to have. But to me, I'm more upset at the fact that the back nine of the Ives Hill, which I haven't golfed in for probably over 15 years, is going to be left out altogether for development. Now, that's progress. I get it. But to me... That's like, wow, that's a beautiful part of the course. That's a PGA course back there. And I guess, I guess I don't like seeing trees and grass and greens being torn up, but that's progress. So really, that's the only, th- that's the only skin in the game I have in all of this is the loss of nine holes at Ives Hill. That's my opinion, just like anyone else's opinion. Some guy called up the hotline show today, this is my opinion, but you say this and you say that, and Trump, and then he throws out this thing that Trump is responsible for the migrants coming over the border as we speak. I said, okay, that might be your opinion, but that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. And yes, I have that right to say so. Thank you. And you have the right to say it about me as well. Ask Louie. All right, let's go over the phone since he was there. You're on the Live at Five show. Yeah, I've said my piece on this thing, and I really don't want to beat it to death. But, yeah, but, but you are. But, right? Yeah. This, this is where, and you've been hitting the nail on the head here with all your calls, all the different opinions and views and backs and forths and ups and downs and ins and outs and what have you. Right. And the latest, almost almost a breaking news sort of thing, right? Sure. It underscores that the public is now coming up to speed and the public in the, up to this point has been, quote, in the dark, and that's the bottom line. Well, We just didn't know what was going on. 
And and I think people said it's some hanky panky, fishy, all the other adjectives you want to use. Right. Is probably right. And I I don't say that as a conspiracy guy because I don't like conspiracies at all, uh, particularly criminally criminally conspiracy. Of course. <laughs> or, or the FTX guy, you know. The, but the, you just you talked about the cease and desist now. Yeah. And uh, Bob Scott. By the way, who's going to be replacing uh, Attorney Bob Slack? Good question. Good question. And by the way, he's not retiring. I think if, was, if a couple of, uh, if a couple of uh, council members had their way, quote, it would be nobody. Right. But I think uh, by the charter of the city, I think we're required to have a city, a city uh, uh, councilor. Really? A legal councilor. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not sure. I don't have it here in front of me. But I suspect, I may be proven wrong, mm-hmm. but the city is re- required to have a legal council uh, uh on duty there, more or less. Uh, at, at where? I'm, I'm at, at the at where? At, at the council, at the city council table. Uh, okay, I thought they did. In, in, in terms of uh, security, I thought they already had that. Uh, no, a, a, a lawyer. Oh, lawyer. Sorry, sorry. So, uh, yeah. Council, I said. Right, right. Okay, sorry. I'm off because yeah, you know, people texting me at the same time. <laughs> they do have me, an armed guard there, I think. Don't right. No, uh, yeah. but anyway, I, I think that underscores everything, Glenn, the point I was really trying to make. Yeah. And, I, and I respect everybody's views and opinions here, except when they blast me uh, without knowing what they're blasting me about. That, that part I don't like. But I, I'll defend myself until my dying day, as they say. Right. But I just think the public's been in the dark too much on this, on the details, and now the details are like oozing out. Yeah, uh, and but not pretty. yeah, but let me let me inter- let me interrupt while you say that, and and again because I've been corrected myself. There are people, particularly one person, that would say that you're wrong. That this was definitely identified by the public and more than enough opportunities prior to the vote this past Monday night. Well, I don't think so. Not with the question so many people are raising and the stuff. As, as I said, all the information is oozing out right now. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't know what to think. To tell you the truth, honest truth. Uh, I don't like the deal myself personally. Uh, I, I think Ives Hills is a gem of the city, and I've said that before. Yeah. I think the location, all, all sorts of factors, mm-hmm. makes it the gem for the cities for the golf course. Right. And you don't have to worry about blowing up things to build this and take half, it, uh, half of it and split it down, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever they're talking about doing with Thompson Park up there. Yeah, I don't know. They're not going to be able to build because there's too much granite underground. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, water and issues. All that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. So the point is, Ives Hill. It was the one that should have been kept in place. I don't know all the details, and I'm sure there was some hanky-panky going on that we don't even know about hmm. yet. I'm sure there has to be. No. Because of all the stuff that's coming out now. Well, again, but, but Danny, i gotta, I got to press you for that. What stuff? Again. The, I don't know. Well, I mean. It's you, just, there's too many gaps in the whole thing, and that's the point I was trying to raise. Mm-hmm. It's now coming out, like you said, uh, P.J. Samuel has an uh, assistant, de- uh, assistant de- Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the order. You know what that means? I, he, Tell somebody to shut up. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. You know, quit blasting me, sort of thing. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. If it's necessary. And that's I, clearly I, directed at at, at uh, Mayor Smith. There's no well, question. I think I think at this case, everybody's a little bit overboard on this. Everybody's a little bit whacked out, and I don't. There's think a lot of money in this, Danny. A lot of money involved here. I understand here. that, uh, but it, but overall. It, it doesn't benefit the most important people in this whole argument, and that's the citizens of Watertown that pay the bills. Hmm. Us, all of us. Right. Well, that's the most important. We've been left out of this, and maybe maybe because of our own fault. I don't know because you haven't been read into it. We thought it was going to be an easy deal. It wasn't going to be. I never thought it, it, as it was progressing that Ives Hill was going to be cut in half, nine holes. Right. Right. Remodeled, if you will. Right. Uh, which I totally don't agree with. Right. 
for various reasons. But that's, by the way, just for the record, that's not going to affect you. I mean, not to be personal and whatnot, but it's not going to affect where you are. In well, conjunction, no, it's, it's not. But it, I think it's like I said. It, it's the gem of the city, as far as I'm concerned. The location, yeah. the way it, the way it's situated, the yeah. way it's laid out, the, the the restaurant's great over there, or right. what have you. Yeah. Uh, and, and the course is nice. Right. So I just compared compared to Thompson Park. Yeah, it's a better course. It's a better course. Oh, no doubt about it. It's more challenging. No and doubt. I think it would get. I think it would get more activity. Uh, because I think P.J. Samir, with the keeper of the 18 holes, would be able to do some good things that would entice more uh, tournaments and what have you. But uh, Thompson yeah. Park, to me, uh, I've played golf for over 30 years. I just uh, I just don't get it. Hmm. I, I just don't get it. It's not worth it. Really? Uh, I mean, I love Thompson Park. It's definitely configured differently. It's a couple of holes that don't seem to make any sense. That one par three looks like from yeah. a putt-putt course. But it's beautiful. It's but a beautiful course. Things, like some of the details coming out now about the building's going to have to be torn down. Yeah, yeah. You heard that. All the little things that are coming out now that I think the public didn't know about. If we would have known about that overall up on the table, in the clear, however you want to state mm -hmm. that, I, I think there would have been more outrage from the public, I believe. Gotcha. No, yeah, I, I understand that, uh, Danny. Thanks. So, uh, well, Danny, is it snowing outside? I can't tell. Because uh, everything's I'm, dark. I'm upstairs in my little computer room here. I, can't, I, don't I thought, I honestly, I thought we were supposed to get more snow, but we're supposed to get more tomorrow. You know, that, that rain's helping a little bit melt some of it. Uh, look out, I, though, because there's a lot of roofs that I'm worried about up here. Yeah. I, I was in a business yesterday where they had to support it with beams from that last storm we had. And that yeah. business has been there forever. So, boy, this is heavy stuff. There's no doubt about it. Oh, by the way, did, did you get some Trump uh, NFTs? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't He's get it. It's all sold out now. Is, oh, really? Oh, he made a million bucks today. A million dollars. Yeah. Wow. The one of him holding up the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. That sold for $26,000. What about him making himself out to be a superhero? or you know? Uh, uh, is, is, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. I, I don't but get anyway, some. Yeah. Uh, he did officially sell out today. And uh, so people that... Uh, By the way, what's the stock market do? I haven't. I, I know it was down at noon. Uh, is it, yeah, it closed again. Uh, the How many? The S&P closed down at uh, 1.11. Uh, All right, so where, where's it at now? So 32. It's been, 12, it's been 12 trading days, and it's been down nine and only up three hmm. in the S&P. That's one I, I, I monitor pretty closely. i got to talk to my guy. Probably throws me out of the office. Oh, who's, who's this little peanut coming in here? And I monitor pretty closely through my retirement through the. Yeah, no, we're all we all are. It's scary yeah, stuff. Down, uh, nine out of twelve days. Uh, real quick, Danny, uh, uh, Patriot missiles, good or bad for America over there in Ukraine? Well, uh, politically and humanly, uh, humanly, uh, humanely, I should yeah. say, uh, it's a good idea uh, because we do we have made a commitment to them, and Ukraine is just being just totally wiped out uh, by the Russians right now. Their infrastructure is a, almost down to nothing. Water power. I don't know how they survive at all. I mean, I don't know what's going on well, in Ukraine. I tell you, you got to salute those people. Yeah, I mean, they're tough people. I mean, I know they didn't live through World War II, but their but their predecessors did, and that's the spirit you have in uh, Europe. Stalin and Molotov and right. all the rest of them. He just uh, he wants to return to the USSR days because yeah. that's when he entered the KGB. I just can't wait till he just takes his last he breath. Has a desire to go back to that era, and then we just can't. We, I say, the West, right. uh, united against him, just cannot allow that to happen. I agree. It's a good deal, yes. I think it will make a lot of difference. We have uh, 50 Patriot batteries in the United States. We're going to give them one. Are they, are they paying for the, for this, or are we just giving them all this stuff? Uh, we're, we're paying for it. I don't know. I don't think it'll ever be able to reimburse us, not for many, many years, because they're not going to be able to get back on their feet. Either. But they have a lot of resources. They they can give us an exchange. No, well, like, there is a lot of resources, but that's all been shut off now. They're, they're, they were big grain producers for uh, right. all of Europe. Yeah. Uh, big uh, energy. Uh, right. The big hub for all that for, stuff. For Europe, and that's all been 
badly, badly damaged right now. So I don't know. It's going to take him years and years and decades to recover. Yeah, you well, and I will probably be long gone. We won't, won't even see him back on Earth. Yeah, well, you never know. Europe was rebuilt anyway, pretty quickly. I'm taking up too much of your time. No, you got Thanks, Danny. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. So I saw this story on Tucker Carlson last night, and uh, this uh, beat reporter, this guy has got enough money in the bank to p- pick up and go to Russia on his own. Recognizance. He went by himself. He, he didn't act on on, on, the, on part of the New York Times or anybody. He literally just went out there on his own. He might be associated as a, a maybe a syndicated columnist or a reporter, whichever. But he took the liberty of going to Moscow and the surrounding communities. And he's, this is the type of guy, like I said, who just would take that chance because, let's face it, if you go to Europe or any, I'm sorry, Russia, particularly now, like this guy did, don't do the uh, the, the the grinder thing. And bring over some marijuana or paraphernalia that's going to keep you in jail for a while. And then you become a bargaining chip for, for the bad guys that, you know, in exchange that happened recently. So this guy goes into a grocery store, sounds like a joke, in Moscow. Now, I, I always think about the days of, you know, the way, you know, the, 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 the Iron Curtain, movies like Moscow and the Hudson with the late, great uh, Robin, uh, uh, Robin Williams, who plays a circus uh, uh, performer or you know, uh, musician. And they show him online waiting for hours just to get toilet paper. And then they, they come over to New York City. This is, you know, uh, Paul Mazursky did this movie, Moscow and the Hudson. They come and they're just so overwhelmed with the decadence of society. And they walk into a grocery store and they look at the rows and rows and rows of food and, and look at more decadence. And it, and it clearly showed the difference between the East and the, you know, their side and our side. And, and of course, this was before 1989. So, you know, the divide was still there. You know, people defected here. That was what the story was all about. Uh, and now, they, a video last night of this guy just, you know, walking along. By the way, n- there was nobody there. He was by himself. No one said, you can't do that. So he was an American in Moscow. And you wouldn't, the grocery store looks no different than a price chopper out here. It, it, you know, you always heard of, you know, Soviet Union. There's nothing, you know, you could barely get a brick of, of bread or, or cheese or milk or toilet paper. This place looked like Sam's Club. And rows and rows and rows of Barilla pasta and rows and rows and rows of, of uh, milk products and, and drinks and all that, all that stuff that you wouldn't, accustom, you wouldn't think of as much. So the point is this. We've been hood, you know, we hear this word again. We've been, we've been hoodwinked. People saying, oh, yeah, all the uh, sanctions against Russia has been destroying their economy. People can barely, they're going to break down. They're going to they're rebel against the government. They're eating large. Their products are, for the most part, 40% cheaper than what we're paying here. Why are we being lied to? What's going on here? And we're spending billions of dollars, just like Danny said. We're not going to get that money back from Zelensky and, and his pauper. We're not, it's not even close. And he's looking for more. So I, it just, it's, it's so many things going out there. So, Glenn, you watch Tucker Carlson way too much. Just get away from that. I said, no way. It's not happening. Actually, I had someone call me up the other night during the Tucker Carlson show, and I was just like, boy, I should just put up a a, a sign on my phone or something, message, but I'm watching Tucker Carlson. It's just the greatest hour every day. It's the greatest hour. And just to see this, it's always a revelation. Tonight at 8 o'clock, I know I'm going to bore, and my wife probably wants to kill me, but when I watch that, I learn so much, so, so much. And the one thing that uh, Tucker Carlson warned him about is, look out. You're going, to be, you're going to be treated as if, you know, you're in favor of, of, the, of the Russian Republic, just like Tucker. You know, you've got Joy Bahar saying, he's a spy. 
He's an insider for the Russians. He's just merely saying that this Ukraine deal is a joke, and we've all fallen for it. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. Hello. Oop, sorry. I do that again and again. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? It's Lefty. Turn your radio down. Yeah, I'm walking away. I, I, I didn't think I'd call you again. I'm going to be busy next week. But I never heard anything about this cease and desist. Now, is that something that's on News Junkie? Or yeah, what you about? been? I haven't yeah, I just, internet much today. I was supposed to print it, but I just, I'm, I'm sorry. The print is so friggin' small. But anyway, yeah, it's on News Junkie. Check it out. Yeah, what, what, what exa- what's just giving a roundabout? What, what can't be said? Who can't talk? What, what are we trying to do? Well, it's uh, the, the city council directed as mayor to sign an asset purchase. Okay, it's all to do basically saying that, uh, Jeff Smith, you got to shut your mouth or else. Simple as that. So does it, does it give the kind of the, the glare of something funny going on when you, you don't want people to talk about a subject? No, it has all to do with libel, although it's, it's weird because it, it's the spoken word because when Jeff is on this show, unless he's written something that has got him in trouble for libel, but slander is the spoken word. But previously you libeled Mr. Philip J. Simeo in a message that you sent over to the official signature block identifying you as Jeffrey uh, Smith Mayor of City of Watertown. The subject uh, matter of your message was the asset purchase agreement uh, then under consideration by the city council. So it is liable because it was a letter. Your message was, was sent in reply to Mr. Samayo's messaging regarding the same official subject matter. And again, this is all legal schmeagle stuff, so it goes on. It's kind of dry. Your libelous message was seen via the city URL to the city uh, council members, uh, city managers, city controller, city of blah, 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 go on and on and on, uh, uh, based on its content, in context, the message was an official communication sent as an official act. So what he's saying is, and it goes on and on, and it's on News Junkie for all to read, uh, that uh, he's basically telling Jeff Smith, just, uh, you know, watch out. You, you know, cease and desist. That's what it's all about. So, and again, I, I didn't see the word uh, letters W-A-T-N in there. So, again, that's what I look for first. Uh, and Jim Levin's well, name this, in there. This, but this, this is a talk show. And yeah. Just, just so you know, everybody has addressed this with a question mark, whether or not you're saying what to begin with, but it's though this is jeopardy. Everyone is asking with a question because nobody knows. Questions are a good thing. And it, it seems to it's me as true. though it's true, but Smith is asking a question, too. You could ask a question about anything. Yeah. You, you know, you, there, there, it doesn't, it's not going to constitute liability. Any, any yeah, but, not, not, but yeah, I, I, I get that. But you know, a lot of people don't form things in questions. They, they say it. They assert it as if they know what they're talking about. And again, that's a public forum. You, you're not going to have accurate information. And some people out there say that that's very damaging and thus should be stopped. But you can't stop that process. If you do, you're going to turn into exactly what Jack Dorsey was to Twitter. You're going to shut everyone out, whether they're right or wrong. Can't do it. You just have to assess whether or not people are saying the right thing or wrong thing. If, if it's defaming enough where it affects your business, <clears throat> where someone is dumb enough to say that you killed somebody? Well, that's a different issue. But a lot of people come about this, like you said, uh, extrovert, with questions. Who gets what? Who the? Bu- but a lot of people, unfortunately, have, have this assertion that they know what they're talking about, and therefore that's, that's disseminating wrong or disinformation or misinformation. I, There's I, a difference. I, 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 think, I think you and I can go on, on the record as saying, we don't have any idea. We're asking questions, trying to get information. Well, again, and that's that's when you, you know when you that's when people suggest, especially in the legal uh, realm of things, that's when they tell you don't say anything at all. You ever hear the expression, if you have anything nice to say about someone, don't say anything at all? Well, there's some people that say don't even speculate, don't ask questions unless you know 
the, the, the word, the facts. Glenn, you got to learn the facts. Well, okay? uh, the as, facts. As, 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 as taxpayers, yeah. you're, you're able to ask questions anytime, all day, any day, at any forum, including like in a city council meeting. Right. Speaking of city council meetings, I, I did. I, I just put a link of it too. I, I got to hear Donnie sing, and we're not going to take it. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Pretty Good stuff. Put it to music. That was that was pretty brilliant. Rich. Brilliant. I liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's we'd like to do a little surveys here, like we were kind of doing at one point, seeing the over under for SG. Yeah. You know, it, it was it's definitely the far over to almost never. But right. you know, I didn't hear SG's like well reply. I'd like to hear what he's thinking on the whole situation, and you know, I, I, on what it's kind of weird that he hasn't really. You know, the way, like, he had the, the dog park shut down. Right, right, right. That, that thing. He jumped right on there. It's just one of those things where you'd like to kind of see what it is. But right. This is just becoming a, a comedy of errors. Well, and, at this know, point, I, it's, I, it's a done I, deal. I, I'm just kind of sit back and kind of watch it and go, it's, it's too bad that it's really happening like this. But hmm. <laughs> there really isn't anything anyone can do except for just sit by and watch. Right, but, right. Grab your popcorn. But but there, there, I, haven't, I haven't heard... Anyone at a city council meeting or anyone on, on your talk show or anyone on Facebook or any other forum anywhere positive towards this? Just haven't heard it. Hmm. Well, that, that raises a question. The, 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 well, I mean, I'm, I equated it to like, you know, a lot of people went out there and rallied for Donald Trump uh, in 2020, and no one really got around and rallied for, for, for Joe Biden, and yet he won by 10 million votes. So uh, is there a silent majority that, one, doesn't care about the deal, or two, favors it? We don't know. Uh, squeaky wheels typically, or you know, people that are hard against any decision, are most vocal about it. So maybe that's the reason. Again, I'm, I'm being the devil's advocate here to a degree. But you're right. Uh, listening to this show, nine out of nine people, other than that one guy on Monday, don't want this deal, or they're questioning it, one or the other, and that's what makes it a story. Whether yeah, or not the, question, yeah. the questioning, the questioning is it, and it might end up being like a real good deal for the city. Maybe yeah, it is. Who knows? But what, 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 wouldn't we like to just have some type of uh, just the way that this city likes to go through and Get a survey done on everything. We, we like to hire consultants. You know what we got to do? You know what we got to do, extrovert? And, and again, Lisa was, like, I keep on saying this, was nice enough to come here. Lisa Ruggiero was nice enough to come in on Monday. And I know it was rushed. It, even though we extended the show, we, we had some you know, other things that we talked about in the beginning. She got here a little late. Uh, no, 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 no issue, of course, there. But you know, as a result of that, maybe I didn't ask enough questions about why the hell are we doing this? So maybe one day yeah. what we well, should bring in all uh, everybody in here. That's Cliff, that's Lisa, and that's Pat Hickey. Bring them in all together if we can and ask them, hey, why the vote? Why, why'd you go for that? And I think that would be the best way to assess all this. It's not going to happen, yeah. but I think that would happen. Well, that would be you, good. You, you, you threw some real softballs, and you were very respectful I did. to her. She's yeah. a very, very nice lady, and yeah. I like her. Yeah. I think I don't dislike anything. It's just this is a very strange situation that no one can explain. And I haven't heard any explanation. And the timeline yeah. that she's saying isn't the same timeline that Mayor Smith is saying. When he called in, the timeline is completely different. Uh, when I, that the I don't situation know. Happened. I don't know. Well, I really don't know. The timeline, well, you were, you were talking to him when he called you. Yeah, I know. Well, again, so, it, you know, in just, one ear and out the other. And we're going, by, we're going <laughs> by memory on the station with a population of 20,000 people. So. 22. Well, hey, I'm going to let you go. Like I said, if I don't talk to you, you have a Merry Christmas. Bye yeah, bye I'll talk now. to you. You know darn well. Jeepers creepers. What are you talking about? It's only, what's today, the 16th? Today is my uh, cousin Tom Keegan's birthday. I should send him a text. Happy birthday. He's two years younger than me, so I'm going to be, he just turned 58. I'm going to turn 60 next week. Big day. Big day. So always, I mean, people said, boy, that sucks to have your birthday around Christmas. I said, not really. It, uh, it's an early Christmas for me. It's, it's a, it is the season. I was always happy that I wasn't born in the summer so because I couldn't celebrate my, my birthday at school.
I don't know why I felt that way. And, of course, in college, this time of year, that's when you have, uh, you know, they're doing their finals this time of year. So that was kind of a rook. I'd be celebrating my birthday. No one's on campus. What are you going to do? Well, poor, whoa, me. Poor me. Got three minutes left if you want to chime in. By all means, I, I did have a call in there when I was talking to Extrovert. 315-783-79. Oh, that's my phone number. <laughs> 755-1240. I give out my number like, like it's candy. So I, I, I throw, you know, I'm sorry. 755-1240 is the number. Thanks to Oz, by the way, for coming in and talking about the hits of the 1983. That's, he is a just a encyclopedia of knowledge. And, and by the way, Oz is a good 10 years or so younger than I am, and yet I, I'd put him in against anybody my age or older as far as pop culture, movies, and music. It's amazing. And I think, of course, a lot of that is because his, his parents introduced him to a lot of that stuff, and he grew up in the 80s and 90s. My, my, I'm the same way. My father, while he listened to Frank Sinatra and, and Perry Cuomo and whatnot, uh, my brothers and sisters definitely introduced me to the greatest, uh, uh, I guess, generation of music and movies. I'll never forget that. As a result of that, I live in the past way too much, but I'm kind of glad I do because, you know, I keep on going back to the examples of today. Yellowstone, for instance. And then, then they got uh, Jeff Bridges doing commercials now. What, what is it with, with actors that, you know, get into their mid-60s and start talking like, you know, like they're, they're dying? And, I, and I'm glad that Jeff Bridges is still alive. He, he had a bout with cancer. By the way, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're keeping score at home, uh, Jane Fonda, she, her cancer is in remission. So she got some attention from some low-grade uh, cancer uh, report or headline about a month ago or so. Now it's in remission. There's a woman looking for a lot of attention. And, boy, she does look fantastic considering she's, what, 84 years old? She looks beautiful. But enough is enough. All right, you're fine. But Jeff Bridges, he does that commercial now, and it's just so, you know, he's out there, he's got a guitar. All of a sudden, he's a country star. He's got a beard, looks like a road map. He looks good, looks physically good. But I don't get it. Why, you know, Kevin Costner, they, they start talking like this. You know, I had some cancer, some COVID. It's not COVID, it's COVID. You know, I feel this way about this and that. A man's got to do what a man's got. That's not Jeff Bridges. It's not the Jeff Bridges I remembered from Against All Odds with James Woods. You, you had a lot more vigor. You spoke like a normal human being. So believe me, if I get into my mid-60s, if I'm still friggin' alive and I start talking like that, just kick me in the back of the head, will you? Send me back to where I need to be. Like, now. All right, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. It's pretty crappy out there, so if you're driving, you know better. Just, you know, watch the roads and so forth. Look out for those intersections because it's pretty slippery. And uh, we do, we're going to do this uh, again next week. Now, Jeff Smith will be coming back next Thursday and Friday. Who knows? We might even swap a couple of shows only because he was out today and yesterday. But we'll have to see. We'll have to check that out next week. For now, we got to sign off uh, right here on AM 1240 W810 Watertown, which makes us legal up next to CBS. Can, but it's, it's not looking good for sure. I don't know what I'm going to do. Connecticut is handling the snow so far, says public information officer in Norfolk. Uh, our local town crews have been doing great. They've been out since uh, midnight last night. Um, you know, things are very slushy, um, but that's to be expected with uh, thanks.